Good afternoon. Welcome to the Can Creative Show. My name is Nathalie Banex and we're on Channel Radio every Tuesday at 4 o'clock. We talk to people involved in the art and culture world of Kent about their works, their inspirations, their expectations, their projects, how they work and how they live. And we are recording today from Creek Creative in Faversham. Today, we have two guests, Robert Greshoff and Priscilla Lamont. So, Robert, you're a photographer. I am, yep, I have been. You photograph buildings inside and out for clients throughout the architecture, constructions and engineering sectors. You've done that for yeah. years. You also do portraits. I do. Commercial portraits. And I see you also produce time-lapse sequences. I do that as well. Now, an additional reason why I wanted to talk to you is your Kent Artist Project. Yeah. So, we'll go into that later on. Okay. Priscilla, you are an illustrator. I am, yes. You graduated from Canterbury College of Art mm -hmm. with a degree in graphic design. That's right. You yeah. worked for a few years as a book designer, and then you set yourself up as a freelance artist. That's right. And yes. you have illustrated a number of books for children. Yes. You can tell us about <laughs> this, because yeah. I think it covers a yeah. number of interesting authors. Uh, you do occasionally illustrate your own words. So you yes, have I a couple do. of yes. projects, yeah. yeah. And you also design and produce cards, because mm -hmm. there which are quite a lot of yes, which they have in this very building. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, because I didn't, so I should say that you're based yes, in creative. Yes, right. Before we go into various details, I would like to understand a bit about your background and where you come from. Mm -hmm. okay. So, can you tell us how it all started, Robert? Uh, I was born in Cape Town. I'm the ah. Nice. Fourth child of two academics. Um, I left South Africa in 1986, having finished my degree in fine art, majoring in photography. And then I assisted for a few years, and then I set up on my own in about 1988-89. And how did you start photography then? Well, at the beginning... Yes. Um, I... My brother got into it. Uh -huh. So when I was about 13, I kind of inherited his his camera and I just, that was it, really. Was it and I was always very motivated. So it's it's what I always wanted to do. There was not really any any indecision. And quite early as well. Yeah. Did, did we based in London right away? Or no, South Africa. Oh, 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 when I came when here. You came, you... Uh, yeah, we lived in, I lived in South London. Southwest London, and then we moved to Southeast London, and then moved to Kent mm -hmm. about 15 years ago. Yeah, we had another photographer here, Steve Bloom, yeah. also He's coming from, just wondering from South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Similar here, I think he's a little bit older than me. But, but he's, he's um, wildlife. <laughs> he so, is, yeah, yeah, he does some yeah, fantastic yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, amazing. Priscilla, what about your background? Wow, my background, well, I... Um, what as from going to Canterbury College of Art, um, um, I did uh, yes graphic design, not specifically illustration. Then moved to London, um, lived in North and South London, Wandsworth Common um, later, nice. <laughs> which is very nice. Yes, um, and that's where I did the did a, a few years as a book designer um, before sort of jumping ship and deciding I really wanted to do drawing for a, for a living. Um, yes, and 
um, just took my portfolio around. That's how you did it in those days. Yeah, certainly very thick skin, as people told you. It wasn't quite what they were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that, actually, because yeah. it's quite different. Mm, it is yeah. very different now. I don't know yeah. how agriculture hard works now. But... No, I don't know. No. <laughs> Um, well, you have agents if you're lucky. Yes, um, exactly. I, I see you have agents. Actually. Yes, I I do. Yeah. But how did you start drawing? I mean, it's something that sometimes is intriguing. I mean, were you encouraged by your family, or did um, you meet no, someone? Not, or what happened? not really. I know I was just just always interested mm. in drawing and um, you know just noting things down and um, and children's illustration specifically was it's very it's really important and big in this country uk illustrators are um, i'm not talking about myself particularly but they are very well regarded and there was so much going on um exciting times really walker books just starting up in the early eight, oh, late the 80s, 70s, yes early yeah, 80s early yeah 80s. um and uh so it, it, that was my main I used to work for magazines and so forth as well a little bit but um, it's always children's illustration was my main interest but what sort of family did you grow up in were they um, in anything artistic uh, um, my, actually my mum was a brilliant um, completely un, untaught um, artist she used to went off and helped a friend of hers who was setting up a um, an art class um, and my mum went along to support her, and she just came back with these drawings and and oil sketches that were just, you know, recognisable, beautiful marks. And she never took it anywhere, but I, she did have a considerable so you must have talent. seen that as a child. You must have yes. participated in your motivation. I guess so. I guess so. Mm. I mean, I don't remember children's books particularly um, when I was picture books. But my mum, again, was a brilliant mimic and she used to read us um, stories that were perhaps a little older for us than, but not particularly with pictures, but she'd do all the voices, um, um, things like The Secret Garden and, um, uh, you know, Wind in the Willows and all the rest of it. <laughs> um, so that's that was my introduction to mm. children's books. We had, oh, there was Struel Peter, which is a terrifying um, book German. of German. <laughs> yes, yes. What is it? The re Great Red-Legged Scissor Man. <laughs> yes, horrid things, but they're fascinating at the same time. Yeah. So, going back to early in your career and bouncing on what you just said about how it was mm. done then, mm. uh, how did you start your career? Because you both have evolved at a very reasonable level professionally. So how... How did you start? Her, you know, it's it sounds like we did it pretty much the same way. Mm. I mean, I think the trudge, the trudge yeah, around um, with an increasingly tiny portfolio. You often, when you leave college, you have a portfolio about this size, and, then, um, yes. and it's impossible to for people to look at really, and it gets smaller as you realise you've actually got to carry the thing. Of course, now you just take a iPad or something. Yeah. I suppose yes. I only very occasionally go and sort of see people in that way now but so yeah no I, I still have my portfolio I mean it's yeah yeah it's useful oh yes but in terms of how, how it was kind of easy I think in those days because mm. there was a very specific market I mean you talk yes. magazines I started in magazines yeah magazines used to commission quite a lot mm. in those days yes. so uh, it was a relatively easy market because it was open to kind of new talent 
it was much easier to get yeah. to see people, I think. Um, the the writers and artists yearbook is full of things saying, no, um, you know, don't come bother to submit anything unless you've got an agent or um, or no manuscripts accepted. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's it seems much more off putting. Um, but was know. it by post at the time, or did you have to go and no, knock on the door? No, I used to. I used to ring up and make appointments. Yes, exactly, right. exactly. And, and you gradually build up the names. Yeah, I did one mail out. Yeah. Which. Which I got no response to. No, it never. I never did. I used to get sort of sheets of drawings done and send them round. I think they mostly got put in no, the wastepaper basket. In the yeah. It was simply a question of making appointments, going to see people, and hoping for the best. Sometimes the best happened. Yeah, if you're lucky. I mean, it did. It did happen sometimes. But mm. Mike, I think, particularly the editorial market, I guess it must be the same illustration. Mm. Mm. Um, they were used to seeing used to seeing people and they didn't mind taking a chance okay yes so i think the yeah. corporate sector is all about being safe and secure uh-huh. you can't make a mess up with magazine work there's slightly more flexibility mm-hmm. or there used to be but uh, that market's gone now i tell you what when i first um got my first commissioned children's book that i'd written um which was early 80s um <laughs> and uh this is, demonstrates how different the system is now. I took along my story and, you know, the rough drawings and a couple of bits of artwork, as you do. I mean, to that extent, yeah. it's still the same. Um, I went to see three publishers. Um, and two, and one of them said, yes, we'd like it. I mean, on the spot, more or less. We'd like it, but actually we don't like what you've written. We'll, we'll use a slightly different text. Yeah. It was a traditional yeah. tale retold. Um, and then the um, the third people I went to see was Hamish Hamilton publishers who don't exist anymore. No. Uh, and I saw the editor, and he said, "Yes, I re- I'll um, yes, I really like this. Um, I'll let you know in a couple of days." And two days later, he said, "We'll we must talk about contract. We'll go ahead and do it like Fantastic. that." Now um, it has to go to about fourteen committees. Every you know, um, and the salespeople have to agree and blah 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 blah. It's and nobody ever makes a decision like that. You wait yeah, for months and months to get a response. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, later in your career, obviously you have the um, track record, I mm. should say, or the experience, and you know. Yeah, that's. I think that's a mixed blessing as well. I mm. think now that's a mixed. Well, from the perspective of being in my mid fifties, I just think you know if you if you in your early twenties. People haven't heard about, haven't heard your name. You don't have, you know, you don't have a, uh, you don't have a track record. So there's nobody, nothing to look up. So people. What well, do you think? That's an advantage. I think in some ways it is, yeah. Because if they look at my work, you know, they can see what I've done, mm. and they. What do you think? And then they put you in a box, yeah, and they don't want well, you to. Want that. Oh, okay. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But you do two very different areas of photography, don't you? With the buildings and the the wonderful black and white portraits of the pilot. Yeah, but the, the reason why black and white portraits are know, brilliant, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. The reason why this project started was because the editorial market had died. So I lost all my editorial clients oh, right. almost overnight. Yeah. Um, and I was just doing architecture, which I enjoy, uh, but it's not the same as shooting people. So yeah. this project was a kind of attempt to... Mm. So that's the Kent Artist Project you're talking right. about. Yeah. yeah. 
to kind of bring back some of that that uh, creativity and freedom mm. that I had as a mm. when I did editorial portraiture. Yeah. Because also corporate portraiture is completely different. Oh yeah. Yes, indeed. That's a yeah. Different ball game. So. Yeah. Well, we just realised just earlier that my other half, David Hayward, who is an artist, um, that Robert did this wonderful portrait yeah, of. Let's have a look. And at he it. happens to look. <laughs> like Picasso yeah. which he doesn't really look like Picasso but it's it's just very um characterful and and, and moody a sort of wonderful uh, moody shot this was must be to look at the picture on the wall it must be about was it three or four years ago was it it was he was yeah, yeah. it was at least three years ago I still want to because um, I'm thinking of maybe younger people who are listening to us mm. When you want to start in this, it's you ask people what advice would you give to a young person who wants to start in the creative business at the moment, mm. and you know people obviously have different opinions, but it is it is quite hard to just if you don't have an experience, the very beginning people usually build their own portfolio with personal projects, but without professional experiences, how can you convince somebody to? I think if you if you if you are already just at the very very beginning, um, you just need to go and see people. I think I think that's the only way you can do it. And, and you've got to first really want it as well. I think be very determined. You know, Blueprint at that stage was a, a you know, highly respected design magazine. I think it still is. Is it still going? Blueprint? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and the art director just just liked basically. The work I'd shown. I hadn't had any commissions aside from one or two for the Listener magazine. And the Listener magazine um, was not known for mm. its high-end imagery, mm. so it wasn't. You know, um, so you just got to keep seeing people, and at some point, somebody mm. will say, "Okay, we'll try you out." And be persistent. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be prepared for a lot of... To get knocked back a lot of times. So that would yeah. be your advice. Just, just keep going, mm. and I would also is don't use email do everything by phone mm. oh yeah absolutely I would yes. agree with that yes. if you can get the, the names get hold of, to re- of course yeah, hold because now there are something. many walls yeah. on the way yeah. Yeah. and yourself what would your advice be Priscilla um, well the same in terms of, of um, just keeping going really if you want to <laughs> be <laughs> produce art of any kind you have to really be focused and want um, to do it. I mean, that sounds very simplistic, but um, I had a, a little job came my way, or it must be uh, quite a number of years ago now, that some really good young artist had produced some beautiful drawings, rough drawings, which is what I have to produce, an illustrator has to produce first in order for the project to be okay before you go to the artwork. And she had produced this beautiful set of drawings, far more detailed, really, than was required, um, and went to the meeting for it all to be looked at. And, of course, lots of changes were needed. Um, It was quite a um, complicated little set of drawings. And she absolutely couldn't accept the criticism. She was absolutely bowled over by it and just walked out on the the project um so it came to me so i was producing 
draw, um, finished stuff from her lovely drawings, which I felt rather guilty about. But so you you do have to accept, be prepared to accept um, changes and and so on. As a book illustrator, I'm talking about. You know, I mean, obviously, if you're a fine artist, then you must follow your own path <laughs> and produce what you have to produce. Well, even but, then, for a commission, mm. you might question how much. Uh, you have to accept from whoever is commissioning you do. the work. You do, yeah. yeah. And I think, I think, as as a photographer, um, I, I'm just thinking about what we're talking about. I think, uh, in terms of of practicalities, I think now, if I was starting now, mm. I would I would phone first. If they're not there, if I go th- get through divorce, man, I'll leave a message. Mm. Then I'll email a little portfolio, and then I'll ring back. Mm. Mm. I guess that's how you do yeah. it. But again, for the portfolios, it's really important that your that your work is 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 structured according to who you're approaching. So you don't want to send, I don't know, mm. show pictures of portraits of artists if you want to get some corporate portraiture. Oh, do you know right. what I mean? You got to. Yeah. Actually, Mm. So you see what happens a lot now, apparently, people email a link to their website. Yes, I think a lot of publishers do use that method, but you do wonder, yes, as you say, it is a very general approach, um, and I'd, I'd have thought it'd be much better to have a more mm. focused... Ultimately, um, it's, it's all about connections. So mm. the, the work, who commissions you over a period of years... You get to know people, mm. Mm. so you need to develop those yeah. personal links. And if you yeah. don't, if you don't yeah. do that, it's all about people, like everything. Yeah. So really, it is. Mm. Um, Mark, you. Everybody always asks me, "Oh, it must be really fascinating re- meeting the authors that you work with." And I would say, well over half of the books that I produce, I've never met the author, because it's the publisher that mm. negotiates the whole thing, and the editors. It's yeah. the editor you're dealing with. Um, and not the, uh, it, there are huge exceptions to that. I have some good friends who are authors I've worked with, Julia Jarman for one. Um, but mostly, I, I, um, you're hmm, not in that position of meeting meeting authors. Well, unlike you, Robert, where by definition you meet everybody you work with. I do, mm-hmm. and I, 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 as a as a photographer, you have a, a quite an odd relationship with the people you photograph. This is true for all portraiture. Because you are, mm. you have a very short time with your subject, um, and as the as the session progresses, I think for some reason people just kind of tell you stuff, you know, tell you stuff they might not tell mm. anybody else. So you have this quite close but quite separate relationship, and then it disappears, and you leave, and then you never, you never see them again. Yes, I've, I've, Which is ex- weird. I've experienced, because I, I have done, um, I don't do much in the way of portraits anymore, but I have done portraits, and it is an extraordinary relationship. And it, people always say, don't they, it's about, um, it's not only about the person you're painting or photographing, yeah. it's about you as well, yeah, you, you know, it's a um, very fascinating Thing. I, I've actually I did a a portrait of uh, both my parents after they died. Um, they both died quite young, and it was a very strange experience because I it was a I did two big watercolor 
portraits of them. And I talked to them almost as if they were there. Um, it was a sort of a way of saying goodbye. It was quite cathartic for me. Yeah. Um, it's not something I think I'll probably ever be in the hopefully in the position of having to do again. But uh, it was it was most interesting. Tell us about the work you've done in the past. So let's start with your Priscilla. Any memorable piece of work you've done, or a person you've met, or um, oh gosh, well, I mean, I. How can I start? I don't know. Yes, the, uh, <laughs> I knew. I knew. <laughs> um, well, I don't know whether to start then or start now and work backwards. Really, you um, have uh, you have twenty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> um, I mean, I've done a very interesting project which actually went nowhere with Georgia Horton. So you start. Uh, yes, I've got the artwork yeah. for it. it. It was a lovely thing to do. Do you, do you remember Georgia, who used to have a studio here? And we, we I produced this children's frieze, um, two of, of them. Course. Do you remember for the wallpaper? Yes, yeah. that's right. Um, so that was that was the best project I've ever done. That was a complete failure because it didn't get produced. Um, so for, I've never done anything quite like it before, and it was rather fun. Great long piece of artwork. Um, did you do it in one strip, or did you? Oh no, 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 no! Because it was it was about you know that no you couldn't. But oh. I had to fit it all together on Photoshop afterwards. It was quite it was a couple of bits that long. Um, uh, but I mean, if you're talking about interesting authors that I've worked with going back. I mean, people may remember Harry Seacombe. I did a couple of yeah. books with him and met him. He's, he was a lovely man, which everybody says he was delightful. We went out for dinner with his family a couple of times when I was working on a book about his little... It was called Katie and the Nurgler, which was a sort of a monster creature. <laughs> um <laughs> so he, he that was that was rather fun. Um, um, Julia Jarman is a particular friend. I've done several projects with her. We produced a book. Um, it's the only totally online digital book I've ever done that I produced with her. It was that we did it? We we looked into doing it as a a money making thing and decided it was so complicated and we couldn't possibly charge more than about 90p a book. So it's just free on the internet. Anyone so what's the, what's can download it. Is it just a, it's an iTunes thing. And is you, it a PDF? Or? Um, is it, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just curious. Well, you just, you just um, download click it, it, download it, and it just, you know, you can read through it, you know, click Fix pages. Through. Oh, is that on your website? It, you, the link is on the website, yeah. certainly, yeah. Priscilla Lamont dot com simple as that yeah. you'll have, have another chance at the end yes, of the show yeah. to tell us. So, um, I don't know I've... and any personal project the one that I'd, I'd like to talk just very briefly about the project no, I'm working on, on at on. the moment which I've recently been signed up for which is a book um, story I've written um, and it's about a project very close to my heart which is um, wasteful litter littering <laughs> so it it was a very difficult um, story to write because obviously I do want it to be a... It's for three to seven-year-olds it's going to be, so quite a young um, audience for my serious message. Um, so it had to be a very silly story, but which still carried the message of, you know, be careful with what, what you throw away. 
basically. So, uh, so go it's, tell us more. I think yeah, it, exactly. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> Tantalizing. <laughs> yes. It, uh, it's, I've de- I decided not to use human beings because I felt it was it was easier to put this onto the animal kingdom. So my my family that um, are transgressing the rules of keeping the place tidy are pigs. And I feel rather guilty about this because I like pigs. Um, And it is a bit bit of a, you know, but there we are. It's the family of pigs that are, um, I think it's going to be called Hodgepodge Lodge because hodgepodge is a sort of another expression that means mess. Not for a French audience, then. <laughs> well, that's very that. true. No, it it's ah, that is true. Oh well, oh, well, we'll have to, to give that some thought. Yes, yeah. Well, it'll have to be something different. And you, you'll, I'll have to get you to come up with an interesting yes. title when it comes yeah. to that. <laughs> so, what do they do? Well, basically, there, there are a few wayward ones. Presumably. Uh, well, you know, one of them—they um, all have slightly different. Um, one of them is a, a sort of too much snack food, which gets there's a big wind that blows it all oh, okay. away. You see, and it lands in the nearby woods, and all the animals get. You know, the duck gets fishing wire caught round oh, right. it, and yeah, you know, it does. All that something sort of really, thing. really, really annoys me. But by the end. <clears throat> There is a sort of, it isn't a complete answer to the problem, but there is some resolution to the, oh, the thing in the end. Yeah, it's good to be uh, optimistic with <coughs> yes, a nice you ending have to so be optimistic, the kids yeah. understand yeah. things that are positive about what they should do. And I think I'm, I've succeeded in not making it too preachy so that, you know, people, ah. children will... So you have a publisher for that? Oh, yes, I yeah. do. I wouldn't be... I'm producing the artwork at the moment, so... Uh, Yes, it's it's actually an Australian company, but they have they're publishing over here and in Australia simultaneously. And when do you barefoot expect books. to? Uh, no, it's not barefoot. They're Australian, aren't they? I think they are. They're, yes, uh, this is New Frontier Publishing, oh. um, and they're, they're, they've only started up over here a couple of years ago. So. Okay. So when do you expect the release date to be? Um, I think it'll be spring. Why? So the Bologna Book Fair will should see some. Uh, that happens in April, um, and that should see some hmm. copies. Okay, yeah. we'll be back. Cool. I better go now and <laughs> keep working. <laughs> no, hang on for a few more minutes. <laughs> okay. You might have questions for Robert because I, I like to hear some of your stories. We'll have a quick break now with some music by Jamie Moore.
the Cannes Creative Show with Priscilla Lamont and Robert Grashoff. Have you photographed famous buildings as well as... I have. Well, I, I, I photographed Ken Branagh. It was Who's a, not a building. It was very, no, it's not a building. Um, but what it was, was a like? very early commission for Vanity Fair. Oh. And uh, they kindly said, um, we've booked the Britannia Row Studios for you. That was about 26. Um, and I thought, great. So I went off to Britannia Row Studios, which is a, which is where Pink Floyd recorded all their mm. records. So there's a big yeah. sort of film studio about that. And it was just an empty room. Oh. So I'd always thought studios had... You know, bit of equipment prop, in bit of yeah. props, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. bit of just a bit like a big warehouse. And Ken Branagh was coming in 20 minutes' time, so mm. I was a bit stumped. So but I got a good shot in the end, I got a good shot of him sitting did, on an old did, chair. Oh, right, just yeah, a bit of shadow. He was nice, yeah. he was a nice guy. It was, was he? A little bit before he was really famous, then, yeah. So he started in Ireland, didn't he? Well, he's Irish, isn't he? Is he I Irish? Know. I think he was Irish. I'm sure he told me, but I haven't yeah, really yeah. yeah. How interesting. Um, but that was good. That was good. Mm. So you were talking earlier on about the sort of intimacy sometimes that happens when you photograph someone. How is it when you photograph someone, let's say, um, a big name in a, a large business? Can you get them to do what you like? Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's that's what's slightly a weird relationship because um, usually they're there because they want to be photographed and they want to look good. It's not said; it's never expressed like that. Mm. But you don't want to, you know, you if if someone says, "Well, you should do it like sit like this," or they will usually think, "Okay, well, I'll, I'll do it." So when I photograph Duke of Westminster. Um, uh, he was just fantastic. You know, he's this is the wealthiest man in Britain. And I'm used to corporate people saying, okay, I'll give you 10 minutes. Right, you're done. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, he said, oh, come inside, take as long as you like, make yourself at home, tea, coffee, whatever you want. Give me a shot when you're ready. So I got set up. Half later, I gave him a shot. And he said, he was just fantastic. It just, you know, How long ago no was that that you did? Yeah. Uh, that would have been in the late nineties, no, early late nineties, early nineties. Oh, right. yeah. uh, it was nice. Mm. And so uh, he, I guess he's old money. So mm. people who aren't recently important or recently wealthy mm. are quite relaxed. Can be much more yeah. relaxed. Yeah. In my experience, they're quite happy not just to take a back seat and let someone else do it. Occasionally. Uh, if you do, uh, um, you get people who just refuse to cooperate. So the worst case scenario would be photographing somebody who just does not want to be there. Mm. So yes. they've been told by their chairman to get photographed mm. and they just sit there completely stony-faced and don't oh. respond to anything. And that's happened to me twice. So, what's the solution? You just, there's no solution. You just, you just, you just click away and then do this. That's yeah. it. So, it does happen. But yeah. for the most part, people are, are, are quite cooperative, even even important people. Yeah. Now, what do you like best in what you do? 
Well, it is, I mean, illustrating children's books is really, an, it is a nice thing to do. I spent a lot of time in my life in a, in a room producing very silly pictures. And it's, and it's, um, it's, it's actually, a very, I think, a very important job as well, because uh, children's books... Um, that a picture book is probably the first. Uh, mm. it, a you, you're hopefully sharing it with someone who's close to you. That a child will be, and also it gives them, it introduces them to values they're perhaps not um, familiar with, or important um, ways of behaving, or just a slightly wider world than they're used to. I think it is very important can't be overestimated the importance of, of books and they stay with lives. us for many years Indeed, you remember yeah i remember several i had mm-hmm. as a small child and i yeah. still have them it's wonderful for me i i was able to go out and endlessly buy children's books because just to have a look and um you know that was too, oh, exactly <laughs> yeah. very i've still got most of them you know <laughs> uh, yeah things like burglar bill do you remember burglar, burglar bill, bill. Yeah. oh it's wonderful janet Alberg. Sadly missed. Yeah. yeah. So, Robert, what do you like best in your world? Um, there's very little I don't like, really. I mean, I suppose I, uh, what I don't like is more to do with, with running a business mm. than the work itself. So, I don't like the fact that as a self employed, essentially freelance photographer, you always have ups and downs. So, I, I still find that really difficult. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, that's the way it goes. So yeah. you just kind of live with it. I'd, I've never been employed, so I've never known anything else. Yes, I've only would, had a couple of years of actual real employment. It's you, always You would think you would get used down. to it, but you, no, you don't you get never used do. to it. you never do. Um, but in terms of the work itself, um, no, I like it all. Sorry. It's, it's yeah? you know... It's, oh, well, I'll tell you one thing I don't like. Um, which is solved by working here. I do not, I, having said I spent a lot of time in a room producing silly pictures, I don't like the isolation of that. I've always preferred to be in a studio situation or to be working alongside other people, just to get yeah. a bit of, you know, not on communication your own going. Yeah. Hmm? Not on your own and Not on my own. I guess that's similar to my, to my portraiture versus architecture. Mm-hmm. I love buildings, so I, I, I do really enjoy photographing buildings, particularly nice buildings, mm. which doesn't always happen, but um, photographing nice buildings. Who's your favourite architect, do you think? Mm. Or is it just buildings? <laughs> I think favourite photographer more easily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Architecture is a more difficult one. Yeah, um, I'll think about that and get back to you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's talk about your Kent Artist project. Okay. You start. That's that's this. That's it. Um, so, uh, uh, how do you... Right. This this links into what Sarah was saying. It's some. Um, it's to do with. Uh, it 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 was born out of um, um, a frustration with just doing architecture, mm. and I work on my own with architecture. So you spend a day, two days, by yourself, photographing something that just sits there, mm. which for the most part is okay, but you do sometimes need a bit of interaction. Mm. So uh, that was one aspect. The other aspect is it was I thought it was, would be a good way, because I'm quite new to Kent. So I've only mm. been here for, um, what, 14, 15 years. Uh, a good way of um, finding out a bit about where I live. Mm-hmm. So in fact, I did another project before this, which is kind of ongoing, 
which was an exploration of the all the boring, the boring coast of Kent, because Kent has a really boring coastline. Well, then now it's good. Hang on, hang on, I haven't finished yet. <laughs> Compared to yes, others. So, yes, you know, yes. Essex has a nice... I do sailing, so Essex has. So Essex is a wonderful place to sail. Got nice little inlets, lots mm. of you know interesting um, sure. geography. Um, whereas Kent is really quite a flat, featureless kind of especially coastline. the north. Yes. North, yeah. um, so I did a project for about five years photographing the kind of um, uh, incidental bits of architecture that you find on the edge mm. of, of Kent. Um, so that kind of gave me a, like a geographical base. So I, I, I learned about where I was living. I learned to appreciate Kent's wonderful coast. <laughs> um, and I am... Um, yeah, so... So, so sorry. No, sorry. No, I was just going to say I. I actually walked around. I did the Saxon Shore Way. Yeah, I've only done which bits is, of that. Which is yeah, which did teach me. Well, actually, I suppose I'm talking about the most beautiful bits were Sussex, I suppose, until you came round towards Dover, and um, that stretch is very beautiful. But yeah, the the north is very interesting historically, but visually yeah. it's a bit flat. It is. A bit, it is uh, very flat. Although I do love marshes. I think marshes mm. are fantastic. So um, there's a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So so that kind of gave me a, a, a geographical kind of lo- located me geographically where mm-hmm. I was living, and I guess the artist project was a way of 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 connecting with some of the some of the creative activities that were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, did you did you is it a self started thing? Was it have is, you been you is. haven't been commissioned it, to do it? No. No. It started. In fact, it started originally to photograph people doing. Working with their hands, doing craft mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but it quite rapidly uh, changed into artists. So, who did you photograph first? I photographed Claire Doug. Do you have a picture here? No, because no? she makes um, she makes hurdy gurdies, oh. and then I photographed her partner who makes violins. The second, third person I photographed was wow, rubbish memory. <laughs> So Stephen Melton, okay, yeah, who is in here somewhere, and he is a history just right next door to Claire's studio. There are so many of them. They're all black and white. Yes, film or digital? It's all digital. Mm. There's no justification for film. Oh, oh! <laughs> a strong I cannot opinion understand there. why people shoot in film, but that's just me. Yeah. Oh, well, that's you know, it's a background yeah. question mm. with photographers, and they all have a. Unless, unless you want to be an artist. Oh yeah. In which case, there's a slight justification. I'm an absolutely useless photographer myself. Even with a digital I'm camera, sorry. I chop people's heads off. David absolutely despairs of my efforts. <laughs> there are too many of them. Yeah, well. This is only the first. Ah. This is not up to date. Well, that's Rod McIntosh. That is, yep. Yeah. It's Rod. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. It's 
started his uh, circle thing. <laughs> oh yeah, he's going strong with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll keep one how long it's going to last for. There we go. That's Steve Nelson. Ah, where does Ramsgate? Yep. Right. So tell us about That's him a bit. Um, I don't know much about him. Mm -hmm. aside How from did the you find him? How, how, where well, did you he, he, Claire Doug said you should go and photograph Steve. Hmm. And then I guess every person you went to photograph said you should go and photograph. <laughs> well, in fact, that, it would be great if that did happen because then there would be a, a direct mm. personal link between everybody. But it, that isn't how it happened. So I, I always ask people, um, you know, whether they can think of anybody. But um, it doesn't. They don't always have ideas. But coming back to the coast, I mm. photographed um, Steve McPherson mm. last week. Right. Where is he? He is fantastic. He uh, walks along the coast near Westgate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And collects bits of plastic. Oh, does which he? He washes and then he makes these amazing kind of collages. Steve just little bits of plastic, bits. so little yeah. kind of shards of plastic. Yeah, um, yeah so th th this is basically a, a way to integrate me into the creative world. Okay, so uh, what's the plan for that? The Do plan, you want to photograph well, it's, more? It's the, the problem is there are too many people. Ah. So how many have you photographed so far? I've photographed about 60. 60? That's not bad. But, you know, I haven't really scratched the surface. No, 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 no. Yeah, so about, no, about 50. So you're thinking of an exhibition in well, London? Well, what book, would be great, or? and I don't know how it could happen, but what I would like to do is to have, uh, is to show each portrait alongside one of the artist's works. Um, mm. And possibly make it regional, so I could do kind of... Um, kind of Thanet, one exhibition mm. in Thanet, sort of mm. Thanet people, one exhibition in Tunbridge Wells of all the Tunbridge Wells, because there are the different pockets. The, mm. the more oh, you do this, you just see mm. how uh, there's little kind of hotspots of activity. Mm. Um, but it, I don't know, if, yeah, I, I'm not sure how, I haven't got to that stage. Yeah, you're still... A... That would be good though. Um, but it is it is kind of curated, because I don't photograph everybody. So I... Mm. I, mm. I what do you mean? You sometimes go along and meet somebody and go, no, I don't think I'm going to be photographing them. <laughs> no, I make, I make that decision before I go meet them. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, no, I only kind of approach people whose work I, I either like mm. or even if I don't like it, if I think it's interesting. I'm How did sure. you come across my, my other half, David? I can't remember. Ah, he might. He might, yes. He would have just, yeah. just rung him. I mean, initially, it was, it was quite web-based, initially. Oh, right, because, yes, he does have he a does, He must a have a website. Oh, he does, And yes. I looked at his encaustic stuff, mm, mm. which I think got me interested. Right, yeah. That's his. Um, he's known as, Marina calls him the wax man. <laughs> yes, well, yes. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what's covered with it. Yes. Nice yeah. mm. So who knows? I mean, I think... Um, I'm, I'm not planning to stop, but I'm, I, I don't do as many now as I used to. So I'll probably do um, about 20, 15 to 20 a year now. And how do people react when you take their portraits and well, for they, an ongoing project? Most people are, are fine with that. 
Well, because they're yeah. artists, so... Yeah, and I think... <laughs> um, I mean, Trevor book would be good, but again, it's 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 how you how you make it happen. You mm. know, how you'd need to get some some funding. We'll have to basically tie the book in with an exhibition. And then, mm. you know, who yeah. do you leave in? Who do you leave out? It's just... It's almost like too much to think about. I'd just rather just take the photographs. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, we yeah, but we, as the audience and the spectator, we want something to come out yeah. of that. No, there will be something at some good. point in the, no- in, the, in the next few years. We'll get something together. That would be good. Yeah. So, are you looking into some artists that you haven't photographed yet in certain fields? Like, because uh, I know you've done Emily Peacegood, Henry Dagg, so you need you, you did yeah, some yeah, music-related yeah. people. Yeah. Dark was at the very beginning, mm. and Emily Peacegood was a few weeks ago. Yeah. Mm. So um, any well, it's just interesting. It's, it's people whose work I find interesting, mm. but I'm a visual person, so mm. most of them would be visual. Do artists. visual stuff, yeah. and I'm also quite, I guess, quite. Um, I don't have much time for um, more more conceptual mm. artworks. Mm. I like things I can I can see, yes. but conservative. I guess. Mm. So well, I, have the a, artist. Yeah. I have a kind of a uh, inclination mm. towards visual arts. Um, I mean, I forgot some Sarah Spencer is a fantastic painter. Sorry? Sarah Spencer. Sarah Spencer. Based in Woodstock. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm glad I, you didn't say Stanley Spencer. I don't like him. Very he's not bad. Oh, forgot him. He lived in Cape Moore, still alive. <laughs> <laughs> That takes me to wondering what your biggest challenge is in, in terms your work. of oh, well. just work in general or this work project? It, work in general. Um, I guess for me the biggest challenge is what do I do with this project? I mean that as I as I'm getting a bigger body of body of images, it, it, it doesn't go away. You know, in the beginning I could just do it and mm. kind of forget about it as it becomes this like enormous wave of portraits I think I've got to do something with it so that's my challenge okay Priscilla have you got any challenge um, or well very... just to stay relevant in the business that I'm in because um, styles do change a lot I've been around a very long time um, and uh, so that that perhaps is my biggest challenge really to sort of Keep up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Simple as that. And I'd like to sort of finish on to what your dream project would be. Asking someone who already has a nice one. Mm. Uh, but if yeah. there was no obstacles, what, what would you really like to do? Or someone you'd like to work with, something really exciting? Mm. <laughs> well, I think there, I think there are lots of projects I've started but haven't actually followed through because it just been too difficult to organize. Mm. So one project I started was one photographing people who make a living from the sea. Um, with particular interest uh, on on deep sea vessels, mm. so long distance um, mm. container ships. Um, because those guys and women uh, are completely hidden and they, yeah, they, I don't know how they do it. So I started doing that project and I ended up, it was, it became almost like a corporate project 
and I couldn't get access to those the, the, those particular ships that have my subject matter. And that's because it's very secretive. So because they're stateless, they, they're on the ship. When they come to shore, they, um, they're not allowed to get off the ship or they've got to stay within a little compound. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, so that would that, 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 be a nice project to pursue. Mm. You're looking at me now. I don't think I've got a dream project. <laughs> I'd like to keep working to, you know, obviously um, I'm a slightly older generation than Robert, but um, no, I, I really don't have one. Nothing wrong honest, with that. No. <laughs> You're enjoying what you do. I'm so enjoying what yeah, I do. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. We're quickly going to go around Presidia's studio because it's in the same building, so we'll go there. <laughs> so you're happy here, Presidia, in your little studio? I'm happy here. Our little our little corridor with Neil and Simon next door and, and Kate pigeons. just there, Marie, and the pigeons. Always the pigeons. I thought perhaps the uh, the seagull might see them off, but no. And we have butterflies that live up here as well. Oh wow! They they sometimes survive the the winter. It's it extraordinary. It works quite butterflyish. Is it's it? Quite light touch. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I've got. Oh yes, don't You've drop the water on them for goodness' <laughs> sake. Yeah. Now, I've got I've got about half the book up on board so far. So I'm, so I'm gradually making my way around all the different drawings, sort of trying to catch up. Do so you work on them all simultaneously? That's interesting. Um, well, it, just do one, it depends. One. Well, once you've got started and you know, because there's a lot of different characters in this, so I, I have to just keep catching up with them all. You know, I don't want to forget that the fox wears a hat <laughs> and it's and a particular a green. Continuity person, yes, don't you? you do. I've got, I've got so many decisions to make about, you know, what they will wear and where they all are and, and sticking to it. Who, who makes the ultimate choice as to which one which ones stay and which ones go out? Was that decided before you do it? Is it, is an There's 32 process. pages and yeah. I have to fill them all so up. So do you drawings. do 32 drawings? Yeah, yeah. You don't, I don't do 40 drawings. I don't so well. do. I don't submit to the publisher extra drawings. No, I, I weed them out before they go. Okay. Yeah. I, I do have a, a very important waste paper basket, and that does get collect. You know, them. does collect them. Yeah. So everything you draw gets used. Unless it goes in the waste paper basket. But yes. everything you submit. Yes, yes. Well, yes, with any luck. Yes. That's cool. That's yeah. good. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I think I, I have, having said that, I have occasionally, there has been the odd one extra thing, when it's a rather random sort of um, layout. But ma- no, slip, slip 95%, yes. We've talked for about an hour now, so... Um, mm. If listeners want to know a bit more about you or contact you, how can they get in touch with you? Um, well, I've got a, a website, um, um, PriscillaLamont.com, which they're very welcome to come and have a look at. And I, I occasionally tweet, um, which is um, at Lamont Priscilla. I think it had to be that way around because well, I don't quite know why. I think there's a lady in New York who's called Priscilla Lamont. Um, so perhaps she's got the other yeah. the other way around. She yeah. nabbed it. She nabbed it. That's right. And you you have a website, do you? Or, yeah. yeah, I have. I have. Um, I've got two websites. So I've got like a portfolio website, which is mm. robertgreshoff.co.uk. And then I have another website, which is also a portfolio, but it's more for clients. So that's just greshoff.co.uk. Oh, 
Yeah. Well, thank you very much, both of you. Pleasure. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. All Can Creative shows are available as a podcast on the Can Creative website, cancreativearts.co.uk. Connect with the show on social media using the hashtag CanCreativeShow. We are CanCreativeArt on Twitter and Instagram and CanCreative on Facebook. All our coming shows are announced on there, so I suggest you do check so you can keep up to date with what is coming up. Next on Channel Radio at 5 o'clock is the Craig Every Show. We'll have some music now by Laure Meloy. And we will be back next Tuesday at 4 o'clock on Channel Radio with the Can Creative Show. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Rift Research and Development. Tax rewards for innovative small businesses. Riftresearch.com. Find suppliers and quote for work with local Kent businesses at supplymybusiness.co.uk. 